Hello and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunstan, and today I'm joined by another coach. Y'all know I love coaches, but today I am here with the CEO of Ask Cecily LLC, Cecily Witt Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sharika, for having me. I'm happy to be here. I am so happy you joined. Um, And before we jump in and get started talking about purpose, which is something we both love to talk about, just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and the type of coaching that you do. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. I am um, the coaching consultant. Um, is what I call myself um, simply because I am a coach and then I am also um, a consultant. I have been consulting in human resources for several years now. Human resources is actually my original profession and um, I've been a human resources professional for over 20 years. And so in that profession, of course, um, one of the areas that I thrived in or still thrive in, I should say, is um, employee relations. And so with employee relations, there's coaching, there's consulting and and all of those things. So I ended up transitioning over to um, being a certified life coach. And um, for me, for my friends, they tell me that I am an accountability coach because um, I am absolutely that one that if you tell me that you're trying to achieve something or do something, I'm putting it on the calendar and I'm remembering to call you to say, hey, did you do this? And were you successful in that? Um, And so my friends and family like to call me the accountability coach. And I think that I am the accountability and uh, personal development coach from a personal perspective. I do my business coaching, but um, I'm really big on personal development, personal growth. um, And that is where I think that I land. Awesome. It's great to hear that from you. You know, um, I don't tell a lot of people this, but I first learned about coaching when I was getting my master's in human resources. So we won't talk about how I don't work an HR job. But but I had this internship supervisor who was an executive coach and she was a powerhouse and she taught me so much. And I was like, I want to be a coach. Like this is amazing. So I have so much love for HR professionals. Um, I've never been one officially, but that's all good. It's okay. You know, yeah, that's okay. It's it, it's all right, girl. That's a job now. That is a <laughs> you if you love HR, you love HR. And um, and it's it's some people that just they're not trying to do HR because there's so much that that comes along with it. And then I have the audacity to not only be an HR professional, but then I teach the HR classes at the undergraduate and graduate level as well. So so I didn't just stop at being, you know, the um, having it as my career. Now I've gone over to the colleges and I've started teaching it um, introductory human resources to students as well. I love it. Yes, higher education professional. So um, I work in higher ed now. 
Okay. Look, we have some things some... in common. I like this. I know, right? <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes. So let's talk about purpose. Okay. When you hear the word purpose, how would you define it? When I hear the word purpose, um, I would define purpose as those things that just make your heart sing um, and doing those exact things and doing those exact things every day. So for me, those things that make my heart sing help to guide all of my life decisions, my goals, um, they give me meaning. And, you know, when I think about it, my son gives me purpose. He's my why, but it's the other things that those, those things that really make me happy that I can actually do every single day. Um, and so right now my purpose is coaching and consulting and educating. I enjoy it. It, um, it makes my, you know, it, it makes me tick. And so that's what I think about um, when I hear the word purpose, simply those things that just really make you tick and it makes your heart sing and you don't mind doing it. It doesn't feel like work or a job. It's just genuine and it's easy and it comes naturally. I love how you said it makes your heart sing. Like that gave me a whole vision and it gave me little butterflies in my stomach. Like, yeah, that's right. You know, it gives you so much joy. It, it does. It, it just like, um, so I have class starting soon and um, I'm really looking forward to it. I've already reached out to my students and stuff and it's because I enjoy it. Now, Webster is my alma mater and they have gotten on my last nerve, but the students, it's the, it's the students for me um, and being able to see those light bulb moments um, that gives me, that's my purpose. And so it, it gives me joy. And that's what your purpose should do. I, I believe that your purpose should absolutely give you joy in your spirit. I love that. And I would have to agree with you. You know, I'm new to higher ed. So the thing that gives me so much joy um, and makes me want to actually log into work in the morning is working with students mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and having those moments and when they express like gratitude and I'm like, oh my goodness, I could do this every day of my life and not get tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's such a beautiful thing. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Or when you're working with a client as a coach, you know, and they have those breakthroughs. It's like, yes, this is why I do this. This is why I clock out of my real job, my nine to five, and I clock right into my business after work. Yes, absolutely. And, and or when you have a breakthrough with um, your client, because I'm, I'm emotional a, a lot of the times and, um, and they break down and cry and you're, and you're fighting back those tears and in your spirit, you, you know, in your stomach, you want to cry too, you know, um, and you know that you've taken them from point A to point B or beyond and they got it, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a joyful thing. It's amazing. 
It is so amazing. And I can just hear the emotion in your voice when you talk about all of it. <laughs> well, that's good. That means I still love it. I still love what I do. <laughs> yes. So side note, listeners, make sure when you're working with people, they still love what they do. <laughs> because it'll yes. shine through in the interactions. Yes, it will. <laughs> And if it doesn't, listeners, if it doesn't, um, it might be time to get you another coach. (laughs) Say that. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, since you, you talked about your purpose and how, you know, your son is your why. And I love that. I have two little people of my own and they bring me so much joy too. You know, and being a parent isn't easy, especially when you're a working parent and a business owner parent. Yeah. But, you know, they make it worth it. Um, how did you find your purpose? You know, Sharika, um, I love this question um, because I didn't find my purpose, even though I teach people <laughs> how to find their purpose. I, I really feel like... Um, my purpose found me. It it really did. Um, And if I take it back to um, going for my master's, for my graduate degree, and after I graduated with undergrad, I was not going back to school. I just did not care. I was like, I'm not going back for my master's. And so one morning I woke up And uh, I literally called my sister and said, hey, can you come and go over to the college with me? I think I'm getting ready to sign up for my master's. And so she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. I just feel compelled to sign up for my master's, right? And so I get there and I had the most phenomenal counselor. And uh, I went into the office and I told her that I wanted to sign up for my master's and that I had no idea what master's program I wanted to sign up for. And so she said, okay, well, let's sit down and let's talk about some things. And, you know, fast forward to her asking me a bunch of questions. And once we were done with the question and answer session, she said, I think you would be great in human resources. She said, my suggestion for you is to take a dual major, HR development and HR management. And during that time, uh, you will figure out where you are supposed to be. And so I was like, okay. She said, now the caveat is taking a dual master's you have no prereqs, all of your classes (laughs) or required classes and Um, you can't get less than a B in these classes. And I was like, oh my God. But she was right because once I got into HR, the two classes that I thrived in that I loved the most and I still remember, and and that was over 20 years ago when I did it, is um, employment law, i.e. employee. So I'm still dealing with with folks. Um, And then also employee and labor relations. Mm -hmm. And since then, since that time period of getting my dual master's, graduating magna cum laude, all of those things, all of the things, the positions that I have thrived the most in that have given me the most joy 
had always been the employee-centered positions, the employee relations, the, um, the positions where I'm able to help individuals develop their career and create a path, the positions where I'm able to assist the managers and, um, and help them learn how to be better managers and better people people and people leaders. Those have always been the positions that gave me joy, which led me right into coaching because my entire life, I've either been helping someone along the way by gingerly coaching them or telling them what to do, which is consulting. <laughs> and so my purpose really found me because I've been doing it the entire time. And thankfully, I didn't have to really search for it. It just can it it just came and and once i really embraced it and understood it and said hey i think i'm going to go for my life coach certification which i didn't tell anybody about but um i said this is something that i want to do for me i've been doing it forever and um so i want to officially add that to um my professional banner and um, so my, my purpose really did find me. I didn't, I didn't have to spend a lot of time trying to figure it out or needing someone to help me figure it out. Thank you so much for sharing that story. No problem. I wish I could have talked to you 11 years ago <laughs> before I decided to pursue a master's in human resources. And yes. Why? <laughs> Don't say this. Because the way you explained how step-by-step step you made this decision and, you know, you um, were drawn to this field, but you had a great counselor at that grad school who helped you to, you know, find this direction. That's amazing. And, you know, my students say that a lot of times um, because they they will come to me for direction as far as their path in school um, before they go to their counselors. And I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot relate because Pat was the best counselor ever. I mean, and with me taking an accelerated course. Um, I was in school, I was in grad school for two years um, and I, and, and she walked with me, she walked alongside of me for those two years. She said, you know, at the end, this is all you want to be doing at the end is your capstone. Um, she said, it's like a dissertation. Um, she said, so this is all you want to be doing at the end. So let me show you what classes to take now and then in between and then at the end. So, you know, she said, so your overwhelm won't be as bad. Like she literally walked me through the process and it just made it easier and nothing in my life has ever been easy except for college college was easy for me that was the one thing that was a walk in the park for me the rest of all of my life that I was dealing with was <laughs> turmoil but college and school and studying and those things it was absolutely a walk in the park it was very easy for me to do and that was that had been the easiest thing ever in my entire life my goodness I just want to share what I got from your story 
Okay. The importance of having that support there Ooh. when you're <laughs> looking for direction, because I'm going to share just a small little portion of my story and my journey to get my master's in HR. Okay. It's nothing like yours. Let me warn you. Okay. So, um, I graduated undergrad, like right when the recession hit back in 08, right? Okay. So I was working, but I was working at like a call center with, you know, all the people, whether they had degrees or high school diplomas or even no high school diploma. I was just thankful to have a job. However, I don't do well in call centers. So I ended up going back to an old job in retail. And I was like, I don't want to work in retail and not in, you know, worked my way to graduate summa cum laude from undergrad. Like, this is not what I worked for. I want right. like a real job. So this right. is what I did. Instead <laughs> of talking to someone who you know, would have been the right thing to do and seeking out that support. I went to careerbuilder.com and I was like, so what jobs are available in my area? I see a lot of HR jobs. HR sounds interesting. Hmm. Maybe I'll get a master's in HR. Y'all, I should have talked to somebody. That was not the right choice. (laughs) Not to say HR is a bad field. Like I said, I respect people in HR. Um, And I spent two years studying human resources, graduated with a great GPA, but it never made my heart sing. And I never talked to anyone about, you know, this choice. And I had the bomb internship working at a pharmaceutical company. And I met that amazing executive coach who was my supervisor and coaching made my heart sing. Yeah. I was like, I like this coaching stuff. But nevertheless, I had this master's in HR and I still have this master's in HR I have never used, but I did end up pursuing coaching. But I wish I would have had some type of support and I would have thought of like seeking out some help. But you know, when you're like 21, 22, (laughs) you think you know everything, but you don't. And so, you know, you try to be grown and do stuff. And that's what I did. But listen... I disagree with you when you say that you have this master's in HR that you've never done anything with. Everything that you learned in every last one of those classes and everything that you've learned from that executive coach has transferred into you being an amazing life coach. Those skills that you gained while you were getting that master's degree that you think you don't utilize, which you do, were all transferable skills that have helped you be successful right now, today. That That's what that is. So it absolutely was beneficial for you. And it was absolutely what you were supposed to do at the time. Now, the funny thing is, is um, I'm glad that you realized that you didn't want a position in HR because that is one of the perils of our field, <laughs> of the field of HR. We have plenty of people working in human resources that should not be. 
<laughs> and and they haven't realized that they shouldn't be yet. So they just keep going on day by day. And it and it's a, <laughs> a tragedy um, that we have so many people that don't have a love for HR and understand, you know, what it means to be an HR professional and the sacrifices you have to make and all of those things. It's plenty of people that's in this field that have no business being in it. So I'm glad that you figured that out early, but I promise you, you're using those skills. <laughs> you know what, and you're right. I have to mention, right, and I want to thank you for sharing that because I ended up pursuing a master's in social work. I oh, oh well, listen. Yes. Now, come on now. You know, social work and psychology and HR, all of those things are parallel now. They they are. They really <laughs> are. And having that background in HR makes me a great social worker. And my whole time being a social worker, I've had the chance and the opportunity to supervise like um, social workers in training, as I like to call them, but, you know, student social workers, whether they're pursuing their bachelor's or master's degree, and that HR background that I have from school and mm -hmm. from working with that coach has mm -hmm. helped me tremendously, mm -hmm. and it's helped me become a better life coach. So, yeah, it all worked together for my good. I can admit that. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, is career builder even still around? You went in and read an article <laughs> on career builder and made a whole decision about your master's degree. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. But you know, it's good. I said all of that to say. <laughs> Seek some help sometimes, you know, talk to people. It's okay to look to people to get direction who can Absolutely. help point you in the right direction. Accountability. Yes. Accountability. So, Cecily, I just, I feel like I owe you some money after this. I feel like I just had a session sharing my whole story and my, you know, my life. That's the part of my story. I don't really share with people. So thank you for now giving listen, me this space. If you, um, if you like, I can send you my PayPal now. You just I, let me know. You just let me know if you need that link and I'll, I'll happily send it to you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone who is trying to find their purpose? Uh, um, okay, so for someone that is trying to find their purpose, I would, so let's go through my ABC method. I have an ABC method that, um, that I am currently utilizing for one of my free workshops on authenticity. And, um, and so I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit and go from the whole authenticity thing to tips for trying to find your purpose if you're struggling. So A would be align your truth. Um, and what I mean by aligning your truth is it's very important to, to live in that space of authenticity, to be honest with who you really are, um, who you really are, including your likes, your dislikes, your all the things that make you uncomfortable, 
um, aligning those things with your truth and being honest about those truths because a lot of people think that finding your purpose is an external thing, but really in truth, it is internal. Your purpose and what you should be doing is lying dormant somewhere in you. You just have to bring it out. So A would be align your truth. B would be your belief system. Um, with your belief system, you have to figure out, okay, so what's your true belief system? And until you spend time on that piece, it's going to be very difficult for you to uncover your purpose. And the reason being is because during our adolescent time period up through adulthood, we are really conditioned to accept the opinions of others, which over time will alter what our own beliefs are. So you kind of have to sit in that space a little bit and really think about those things that are um, important to you, your own core values or your own pillars, the things that you really and truly believe outside of the noise of what everybody is telling you that you should believe. So um, the B would be belief system. And then the C would be communicating with yourself. Um, in order to find, to figure out your purpose, you gotta take that time to sit with you, learn you. And if you are religious and are spiritual, whatever it looks like for you, having those conversations with the God and um, just taking the time to get to know yourself, trying to figure out who you are, which will help you figure out your unique purpose. And so how do you do that? Uh, um, a lot of times people say, well, how do you communicate with yourself? Journaling. Um, journaling is very popular for some individuals and very, and very beneficial for me. I'm sorry, for others. But for me, um, meditating has been the thing that has continued to benefit me, to help me grow, to continue to help me live in my truth, to um, stay centered, and to ultimately be beneficial for my clients. So when I am talking to my clients about authenticity and um, self-identity and, and all of those things, it's all going to be driven to what is your purpose? Because the only way that you're going to be able to ever have a level of happiness and abundance that surpasses anything else in your life is if you know your purpose and you live and walk in that purpose. Cecily. Yes. You just like facilitated a whole workshop with those. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And I am so serious. Like listeners, I hope you are really paying attention and I want to encourage you to listen to this episode again and take notes. Awesome. Because y'all just got some free game. <laughs> like, for real. like I say similar things to my clients, but they have to pay me for that. But what Cecily just said, 
all truth. Like I have nothing to add to it. I have nothing to take away from it. Um, you're amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I just, I, I enjoy what I do, Sharika, and it, it just makes a difference. I'm telling you, it just makes a difference when you're able to walk in your purpose, when you are able to be unapologetically authentic, when you know who you are at the core of your being. It's just a different type of um, life. And I really want everybody <laughs> to be able to experience it because it's, it's just different. It's amazing. And it is just the only way if I had to go back to who I was before I knew all these things, I would absolutely be lost. <laughs> I really would. I would be lost. And so, yeah, so I, I want everybody to be able to just experience that level of abundance. It's amazing. I mean, as my listeners know, I can talk about purpose all day because once I realized my purpose and I started walking in it, it was like my whole life changed for the better. Yes. And, you know, I just want to share that feeling with everybody. And you show up different. You, you show up different. <laughs> and people know when you're being authentic. Yes. They know it. They can feel it. it. It pours out of you. And, you know, like the joy just overflows. Like I can just feel the joy through the Zoom, honestly. Um because I can tell you really mean this. You really enjoy this work. And anybody who's working with you, I hope they realize how fortunate they are. Well, that is so sweet. Thank you, Sharika. Me too. I want them to, to know, you know, and, um, and be able to pay it forward. See, that's, that's the thing. And that's one of the things that I talk to my clients about is um, pay it forward. You know, whatever gems you get from me, however I've motivated you, do the same thing to somebody else. Pull, Go back and, and pull somebody else forward because it's so many blessings in that. And it's, it's, the, it's the sowing of the seeds for me because you're going to reap that harvest at some time. You're going to. So just pay it forward. Yes, pay it forward. Huh. <sighs> Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just have this big smile on my face. I wish y'all could see me. <laughs> this has made my day. Thank you so much, Coach Cecily. Can you please share with the listeners how they can find you on social media? Yes, you can find me on social media. So I do have my, um, my personal Facebook page, but it is a public page. So if you're looking for me on Facebook, I am at Cecily Witt Muhammad on Facebook, as well as I have my business Facebook page, which is Ask Cecily LLC on Facebook and on IG, on Instagram, I am also Ask Cecily LLC. So you can find me on those social media platforms and then also LinkedIn, of course. Um, LinkedIn is under Cecily with Muhammad as well. And if you are a fellow life coach listening, Cecily is in the Black Life Coach Connection group, and she's always posting like these inspirational messages every morning. So 
I try. I try. Thank you. <laughs> I notice them. I notice them every single day and I appreciate them. And oh, I appreciate you. you, seriously. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely awesome and great. Thanks. Well, listeners, this has been another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. Once again, I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunstan.